your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. On Radio Nova. Yet to come on backstage, Conor McCaffrey of The Star will be popping in to help you out with your gig picks for the coming week. I'll be chatting to a band who have earned three enemy nominations for the debut album. This year, they were nominated for a Brit Award for Best Breakthrough Act. They played an amazing show at the Olympia Theatre on Monday night. Maybe you were there. I'm talking of Catfish and The Bottlemen. But now, it's time to talk this. Backstage. One to watch. And these guys are one of the buzz bands of South by Southwest this year. They're a Sydney-based band by the name of Spookyland. They're a quartet who are fronted by 24-year-old Marcus Gordon, who harbours quite a fondness for classic artists such as Patti Smith, Lou Reed and Bruce Springsteen. Great taste. The band's debut album is called Beauty Already Beautiful. It was recorded in Omaha, Nebraska. I've been loving this album. It's been on repeat for the past couple of weeks at home. Going to play one of the singles from it. This reminds me a bit of Bellex One... Bruce Springsteen waves, a little bit of country. Such a great single. From Spooky Land, this is Big Head on Radio Nova.
You're backstage with Misha and Andy Vorda on Radio Nova. How great was that song? It's called Big Head. It's from the Aussie band Spooky Land and it's taken from the band's debut album Beauty Already Beautiful. It was released just earlier this month and it's well worth getting your hands on. Believe me, it's one that you'll want to listen to over and over again as I have done the past couple of weeks. All right, it's time for my next guest. Backstage on Radio Nova. Here a band who just took to the stage at Dublin's Olympia on Monday night. They have earned three Enemy Award nominations for their debut album, The Balcony, which sold over 210,000 copies in the UK. This year, they were nominated for a Brit Award for Best Breakthrough Act. Cannot wait to get a hold of their new album, The Ride. It's coming out on the 27th of May. I am talking of Catfish and the Bottleman. And joining me now are Van and Bondi of the band. Guys, how's it going? Thanks so much for joining me. Tell me, how did the gig go for you Monday night at the Olympia? One of great fun. It was just it was such, just such a... Such a <laughs> one of great fun. One of great fun. <laughs> uh, it's just, it was just really energetic, wasn't it? Like, yeah. it, it was... We were saying it sort of... Um, it, like, superseded even the way people react in England. It, it seemed like really? that, but turned up yeah. again from, like, even arriving at the venue. Like, the reception from people was just not like anything we've known, really. Yeah, it's probably the best laugh we've had on stage all really? year. Really? Yeah, the best so, laugh? Yeah, because it was just... Like Bondi said, when we got out the, uh, the car to the side stage door, there was I said that right, didn't I? Stage Thank side you. door or whatever. Like, there was a, <laughs> stage there was, door, there was a queue yeah. of people out the front of the venue and a queue of people down the side of it and like as soon as we got out of the car they started cheering and stuff we've never really had that it was like red Aww. carpet or something like that and um yeah and then we stayed with a lot of people and it was just they were just nice it was just a nice yeah. night like it was just all round good crack went on stage laughing our heads off and then this, <laughs> the crowd sung from the very off very first song so it just became became nice. very funny Nice. I've heard actually, I think Augustine's in terms of like sound barriers and stuff, and they've measured things as yeah, they go yeah. along a tour. And Scotland had reached the kind of the absolute pivotal in yeah. terms of sound. Yeah. Then it came to Dublin, it was a different thing altogether. I think it's and the White family have said the same, yeah. that it's just bonkers. Did they sell their research cool. or anything? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite like an intricate way of doing it. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is, but isn't it? We're going to measure this now. <laughs> but I but think it, they, they, they all sing collectively, and because. Everyone's singing like harmonies, and I found in mm. Ireland. So they're just, <laughs> like everyone's uh, on the balcony. They're all singing like the tenor bit. Yeah. Someone up, right at the top doing all the low bits. So it's like becomes this massive, euphoric wall of vo- vocals. <laughs> quite... I didn't really sing much myself. I just put the. We're gonna measure this. <laughs> One of those. Like it was. A, they, they were just from every single lyric, and we've not been. We've not played since the. Uh, the academy here, mm. and before that, it was it got upgraded from Wheelands, you know. The, and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and before that, we played the little Wheelands upstairs. Oh yeah. So it's and then before that it was like some bar in Temple Bar, and it like just to see it progress, and then hear people wow. singing it like that was. So great. you literally started off even in Dublin with the whole toilet circuit oh, kind yeah. of thing, like, like everywhere, everywhere we've been. Even in America, we just went to America, and we missed that because we by by the time we got over to America, we already had a bit of a fan base in the UK, so it was. It was all right out there, but we've just gone back and did the, did a few small shows just so that they could see us like that because everywhere we've played have yeah. seen us playing toilets. So we went back to kind of put that jigsaw piece back in yeah. for, for Americans so that it kind of fits the story. Everyone's kind of seen us in that. We yeah. ended up doing some pretty interesting venues from it, though. Like we yeah. played in, uh, this is probably one of the bigger ones on the little stint, but in a place called the Masonic Lodge in Hollywood. Yeah. It's like some some sort of like, it looks like it should be like a cult headquarters or something <laughs> in the middle of a graveyard so it it's cool getting to see some interesting rooms doing that as well Nashville that sounds amazing yeah it was right in the middle of the it's hollywood forever place. cemetery yeah. so it was wow. like where we're all like 
like Marilyn Monroe been buried there or something like that or somebody there's there's two Ramones in there I know oh wow a pair of Ramones in there George, Har- George Harrison George Harrison apparently was cremated there and then sprinkled yeah. over the Ganges oh yeah. so a bit completely over the Ganges well yeah <laughs> <laughs> very atmospheric it's been a meteoric rise in one sense but in another sense as you said you've been doing it for what eight yeah. nine years but like now I, I know you were saying that uh, you're playing a festival recently and. 4,000 people started running towards the tent and you thought, must be raining, it's not raining, they're actually running for us. What is it like when you see that, having played the car parks at the venues where Kasabian playing, to go and playing these tents, what's that whole experience like for you? It's (laughs) euphoric, Uh, it's like this just euphoria feeling, it's, I don't know. It's like you say, it's just a huge laugh when it becomes like that, it's I I don't know, it's not disbelief, it just becomes hilarious because you just look at each other on stage and see yeah. what a great time you're having yourselves. Yeah. Now, yeah. people sort of vibe off that, but it's, yeah, it's it's just a big laugh to us, really. Yeah. Not that sounds like we don't take it seriously. No, but you but do like, take it seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely take it seriously, but it's just the most fun thing you can do. Yeah. yeah, it's like the feeling of, you know, like after you finish a song and you hear them roar, it's like scoring, like in a cup game or something. <laughs> but if you play 15 songs, like 15 goals. You know what I mean? So it's like every song they cheer and it's like, what? So it's, I, I imagine the feeling of scoring, but all for an hour. Just if you just kept scoring wow. for the whole game, the feeling you come off as a football player or any kind of sportsman and you'd have that little buzz in the dressing room and your mates around, you'd be buzzing about yeah. it. We, it's like all of us are doing that at the same time. Like when the solo drops, Bondy bangs on and when I, when I sing the chorus and they all sing it, it's like I score, Bob has his bit, Benji has his bit. And it's everyone... Everyone just has this massive buzz. It's like we've come in after, and, and we've every show is like we're coming back off the back of a win, and you know, wow. it's great. It's uh, great way of describing it. Like. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it's that kind of feeling, though. Just of like, look, you look around and it's like, look at everyone. Everyone's having a good time, and like, just off this, we're having a good time. They are like, yeah. there's nothing to. There's no. It's just how often you're in a place where it's just positive, like mm. to like. Mad positive, just people going nuts all together in unison. Yeah, that's you what know. I was just saying about last night. The crowd seemed like such a like just fantastic mix of people. In the boxes at the side, you could see like middle-aged couples dancing, just like completely losing themselves in yeah. it. And then there's you know like a lot of younger kids on the floor and just going everywhere you looked because the Olympia is so in your face. It's the three tiers which just look like a wall. Yeah. You see everybody's actual face in it. Just everyone just looked euphoric and they're having such a great time and it's hard not to just fall about laughing or have a smile on your face when you're looking out at that yeah it's quite a wonderful thing that you will feel this universally now i know you take this music business quite seriously there's no hint of whimsy about it at all so van before i ask you about how you envisaged all of this i think i'm going to play something by you now i'll be back with van and bondi of catfish and the bottleman in a moment but first let's hear this one from catfish and the bottleman this is soundcheck on radio nova maybe i don't act the way i used to because i don't feel the same about you in fact that's a lie I want you And I race through soundcheck Just to meet you On your fight break And you convince me To pull life aside And want you And if only for the sake of it I could chill you out And drive us through the night to your sisters You could fall asleep in my jacket As a
Catfish and the Bottleman on Radio Nova. The track is called Soundcheck. And you are backstage with Van and Bondi of the band. And Van, before I ask you about fans getting, well, rather fanatical, just looking at how you view the whole music career and what you're doing, you do plan things quite meticulously. So what's the plan for Catfish and the Bottleman? Um... Well, album's out in two weeks, and then... Album, yeah. album, album, Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> exactly like that. Nice plan. It's, uh, the, yeah, the album's out in two weeks, and then we've got a load of headline festivals of festivals we've played growing up. Uh, same again, like, kind of every bar on the way up to the main stage now. So mm. then we've got a few shows. We've got a show with Noel Gallagher. We've got a show with Stereophonics, like... Kelly Jones and Noel Gallagher's songwriters and stuff for us growing up were just massive, you know, yeah. even as just it's haircuts alone, deal. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, never mind the songs. Uh, so uh, the, we've got shows like that coming up and then at the end of the year, I, I last at the end of last year I predicted arenas, so I'm, I'm just sticking to that. Arenas. I reckon, for this, nice. for this album, and then I reckon the third album will take it somewhere else. But they, they, yeah, everything's falling into place. It's, it's very... It adds to the shows, like the and the way we wake up. You go, you wake up laughing your head off, and you go to sleep laughing your head off. Like I fall asleep crying laughing with the lads when we're all on the bus shouting stuff at each other and that. And um, it's strange, but the best feeling, like I, I can't even explain how untouchable the feeling is mm. of having your kind of dream run parallel with reality. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. tomorrow, I'm envisioning what's going to happen, and I'll go to bed tonight and think about tomorrow's gig, and we'll walk on stage, and it'll go exactly how we thought apart from like tripping over wires and all that kind of stuff which yeah. adds to the game, <laughs> which was last night and, uh, <laughs> oh did you did you fall on stage I was, walking, I was on the last note I was walking right off stage and I thought right oh what a gig I was knackered I went to put my guitar on the top of Bondi's amp but my, my cable had caught round my leg like a snake oh no my flying landed right you know and Ouch. the same the same day we done we done an interview on the radio and yeah one of the questions it was you know you get asked like a lot of the same questions but one of them was have you ever fallen on stage? Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I answered saying, like, Van's like a cat. I've never known him to not... He can stumble and stumble, but always catches himself. And <laughs> sure enough, I think the, the woman who interviewed us came down to the show yeah. last night and then he falls on his ass. <laughs> it was, it was that, like, there was no music left to play, though. That was the worst bit. Like, Bondi had been propping me up all night. I'd been bumping into him and he caught me at one point and then he went off the stage at one point and then the last song... Finished the last chord, hit the last chord, went to put my guitar down and went flying. Oh, like, no. there was nothing left to be done. I had to walk back on then and be like, sorry about that. Seems sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bound to happen at some point, yeah. like, you know. So you're, you're already kind of forcing stadiums or arenas and stuff like that. But in terms of fanatics, like, they've already kind of seemed to get to that level. What happened in, in the fact that your parents actually had to, to sell their house? Is that true? Or oh, is that like, something that was just bumped up? Yeah, so anything, any, I find that anything that's kind of, if you can't hear us talk on out loud if it's kind of written it's all kind of can be misquoted like but yeah. my, mom, they, my mom and dad run a and b and fans found out where that were, was and they come down and stay and, and my dad would go into serving breakfast and he'd be like they'd be wearing catfish shirts and stuff like that and be like <laughs> is, 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 is he in the house and stuff like that we come to see the but my dad had shown around all the practice rooms and like he'd give my mom was giving them all clothes i go back for boots and that i'd be like mom you got those boots we got a gig on saturday and he'd be like these, these Japanese fans came over the other week and I gave them your shoes. Oh They're giving away <laughs> shoes, are we? What's that about? You know what I mean? They, they, telling, they always say to me, you better not change. Like, when everyone says to us, you don't change when things get well. I was like, me change? You're giving shoes away? Shoes away? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. buy your own Losing my wardrobe. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, so, um, Pop up an eBay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, no, they didn't, have to, they didn't have to move house. They just 
sold their house because they realised that I wasn't a total train wreck these days. <laughs> so they sold the walls of fans' yeah. rooms <laughs> to Japanese tourists. Yeah, they kind of were just like... So they just, they just moved because... Uh, like we said, we used to all live in, like, so Bondi lived in the rehearsal room. It was a B&B. No way. But lived yeah, in a B&B, cool. like, so I've always lived in a, in a hotel like we do now. It's a, I had a room in a bed and breakfast, and my mum and dad used to run that. People would come in and out and stay. Yeah. So, and we'd be rehearsing in the back, so we were rehearsing outside of a guest house, which was supposed to be quiet every night. We were playing every night. But <laughs> everyone was all right with it. But, yeah, they, they didn't have to move. It was just people used to, uh, a lot of people started coming over and all that kind of stuff, so it got a bit, like... Right, yeah. we best we best be on our travels now for them. You know, like that now they just come and see us play live. They don't have to work now yeah. because I think they got they, your wardrobe to keep selling. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they were work, they were looking after me, weren't they? But now, yeah, like I say, they sell my pillows and all that kind of stuff. Like, Do you want his bed quilts? His <laughs> <laughs> old lava lamp and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, guys, I better leave it there. Now we've got to wrap it up. So Van and Vondi, Catfish Bell, thank you very much. Backstage entertainment update. And now to help you out with some of the great gig picks coming up over the next week is Conor McCaffrey of the Star. Hello. Hello, how's it going? It's going good. Happy birthday. Thanks very much. You know, it's a little belated, but I did wish you on the day. Yes, well, you have to postpone it if you have your birthday on the Wednesday. Exactly. the weekend. So, I'm making a weekend of it. Nice, good stuff. Have the crack. Um, and speaking of having the crack, the Undertones shall be doing just that this weekend. Yes, they're playing tonight in the Academy. Not exactly Teenage Kicks anymore. They're actually playing their 40th anniversary tour. Uh, of course, uh, original frontman Fergal Sharkey's punk days are long gone after his single, A Good Heart. Remember that one? And You were a fan, really, weren't you? <laughs> and his career in the music business, which... Uh, but Paul McLoon, he's like an amazing frontman still. He's been with them for years. Yeah. And they're still pretty class. Uh, the most timeless, catchy punk songs ever, really, from Ireland. So you've got Here Comes the Summer, Jimmy Jimmy, My Perfect Cousin, and of course, Teenage Kicks. Nice. One of the best, probably the best Irish single of all time. I'd put it out there. Absolutely. Number one, for sure. John yeah. Peel knew it as well. Yeah, he played actually, it twice in a row. <laughs> yeah. Brought him to tears. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, he said he pulled over the first time he heard it and he just bust out crying. No. It's on his, it's on his headstone as well, the lyrics. Oh, John she's, all, she's welling up. Oh, amazing. Okay, on to another group that have been deemed a super group, even though they're just a duo, but they're a pretty good duo. Yeah, I think they're maybe <laughs> stretching it a wee bit with the super group thing. You know, obviously Alex Turner of Arctic Monkeys is an absolute indie superstar, but mm. the Rascals, were they really that big? They weren't that big. They're they're good songs. The Miles Kane had some nice solo stuff as well. Oh, by the way, we haven't mentioned that it's The Last Shadow Puppets we're talking about here. Oh, that's right. The Last Shadow Puppets. Sorry. The Last Shadow Puppets are playing three dates in the Olympia. There's actually tickets for each one left. Um, I didn't realise. I thought two had sold out and they'd announce the third. No, I checked checked earlier. Yeah, okay, good. To be honest, I think I prefer The Last Shadow Puppets than either band. Um, you got that more kind of interesting Scott Walker type mm, Baroque pop orchestral Marconi stuff. type yeah. you know, kind of really widescreen type st- like 60s type pop I think yeah. it's just better than the indie rock you get with Arctic Monkeys so that should be I'll be a fan of Arctic's but I see where you're coming from I do appreciate what the last Shadow Puppets do as well so that's going to be because that's next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday yeah. Nice, nice, nice Okay, moving on to someone else who I think you were a bit of a fan of Yes, mm. this I was <laughs> going to say this is the gig of the year for m- most people but I think it might just be talking about myself but I think probably Oh God, who half, doesn't love the boss? More like, than half the country have seen Bruce Springsteen in the last 
maybe since he went on tour in The Rising anyway since 2003 mm. this one's a wee bit more special because he's playing the whole of the river start to finish and then he'll go mm. off take a bit of a break and then he'll come out and he'll play probably a set that would be as long as most other bands full set lists yeah. so you know he'd play you know, the, all the classics Born to Run Thunder Road and whatever you whatever you're having yourself <laughs> yeah. he's an amazing performer I saw him before uh, at the RDS and he went on for at least three hours and oh, it was just phenomenal yeah, I think this might be my like 14th Bruce Springsteen gig <laughs> I look one of them crazy uh, stalker fans seriously full on fanatical fan I'm not actually <laughs> going to the one on Friday I'm going to wait until Sunday if I could, I'd go to both. So there, there are some tickets that yeah, have been released. Yeah, there's some like. t- tickets left, yeah, so... Happy days. Conor McCaffrey of the Star, have a good one. Enjoy All the right. birthday fun. Have a good weekend. Next Saturday on Backstage. I'll be chatting to the Dandy Warhol's frontman, Courtney Taylor-Taylor. Peter Devlin is on the way next with the Saturday soundtrack. He has two hours of pretty amazing music. He's got tracks on the way from the likes of Folds, The Clash, The Last Shadow Puppets. I'll be back Monday evening at 7, kicking off musical proceedings with two hours of 80s, 90s. If you fancy a healthy injection of punk, new wave and old school rock and roll tonight and you're around Dublin, I'll be spinning such tunes at the Eastside Tavern. Such a great spot. I may see you then tonight. If not, I'll chat to you on Monday. Time now for the Nova News update at 7.